Special thanks to all our patrons who support the show every single week. We couldn't do it without you. Head over to patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast and subscribe today for bonus content, exclusive happy hour live chats and more. Patrons, you help keep the run, eat, drink podcast going. And we're so grateful for you. Not a patron yet? Join us today at patreon.com slash run, eat, drink podcast. Help support the show by using our Amazon affiliate link. Anytime you shop on Amazon for running gear, food, beverages, or anything else the little gray trucks might bring your way. Just use runeatdrink.net slash Amazon anytime you shop. It costs nothing extra. It's only one extra click, and it helps us keep the lights on and the bandwidth flowing. Just go to runeatdrink.net slash Amazon, and we thank you for your support. Hi, I'm Donna Deegan, Chief Eternal Optimist of the Donna Foundation and founder of Donna Marathon Weekend. You're listening to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Welcome to the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We feature destination races from across the country. And after the race, we take you on a tour of the best local food and beverage to celebrate. So whether you are an elite runner or a back-of-the-packer like us, you'll know the best places to accomplish, explore, and indulge on your next runcation. Hey, welcome to episode 242 of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. It's a Valentine's Day episode. I'm your host, Amy. And And I'm your co-host, Dana, with an out-of-control microphone at the moment. And he is back. He is back for a second episode in a row. I'm so happy to be having my co-host at my side, especially for a Valentine's Day episode. It's a race we love. It's a great town that we run in and explore and indulge local food and beverage in during this race weekend. You got to do it all. During Destination (laughs) Donna 2023. I'm using air quotes. I got to do it all. Yeah, I had to do it all because you were where you needed to be, which is back here taking care of family during, uh, you know, our our assistance with your dad's cancer treatment. And uh, I hated not having my partner in crime there. And I always joke about. You know, I just show up where Amy tells me to, and I run where she tells me, and I carry the gear. But in all honesty, you don't realize how much you rely on on you, or I rely on you, until <laughs> I'm there having to do all the stuff you normally do. And and you set me up for success ahead of time by creating a calendar with actual locations and everything yeah. in it. So I wasn't completely, you know, without assistance, but uh, man... Well, it's a lot. I think that when you and I, we've been doing this for almost six years. Mm-hmm. June will be six years. Really seven if you count the proto. The Yeah, the, kind of the experimentation phase. Experimental phase, phase yes. <laughs> that sounds not, super, not like back super, when you were in college. Super no, no. weird. No, that's so bad. No. <laughs> No, please disregard. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> We're not going to fix it in post. Shh, just ignore it. Just ignore it. I'm so bad. 
seven years. So it's, I think when either one of us have to fly solo for an episode, like I did right before Wine and Dine this past year, this past November, 2022, or we have to do a, a race weekend just solo. It's it's hard because we come to be the yin and the yang for each other. Oh, yeah. Uh, talking by yourself on microphone is a lot different than having somebody yes. to react to. That was and, very hard. And bounce off of. Sure. Very hard to do the pre-Donna episode without you. Oh, you rocked it. I listened to it on the way to Donna. And I wanted to know what I had to look forward to. Well, yeah. And you had a lot to look forward to. We recapped the 5K and the kickoff of the weekend. Mark Janik, Amanda Napolitano, Donna Deegan, Jeff Galloway, Edith Perez, Joan Benoit Samuelson, everybody involved with the Donna Foundation, Chris Twiggs. Ah, <sighs> uh, what a race weekend. And if if this is just you, you are just tempting and tantalizing and and it's just it's hanging out there for me in 2024. Oh yeah. So yeah. I want I can't wait. I'm already counting down. And this is going to be a great episode about the Sunday races. Yes. So this week we're of course talking about like like Amy said, the Donna half marathon and Sunday races in the beaches yeah. of Jacksonville. That's what we're going to be recapping today. I of course participated in the half marathon. There were other races going on. I can only speak to my experience at the half, <laughs> but I can talk a little bit about seeing some of the others uh, participants from the other races coming across the finish line. And uh, that's going to be, you know, like, like the lion's share of, uh, well, that's going to be the running segment, I should say. Oh, yeah. And then I did get the opportunity. You know, last week we talked about old favorites, revisiting them, making sure things are still going good post-pandemic, and and just visiting some places we have talked about on the show before, but a long time ago. This time we wanted to go someplace totally new, mm -hmm. and... Mm -hmm. This was a recommendation from a friend of ours, friend of the show, and member of of uh, the Donna Foundation. Yeah, board member, and she contributed a set piece to to our set last year when I went to Donna with you, and we had the Runcation Nation meetup. She had a special delivery to our hotel room. It was waiting for us when we returned, and it's a it's a coffee sign that's on our. On set. the set. And if you watch any of our lives, you'll see, you'll see it, in, it in the background. It says, drink coffee, do stupid things faster with more energy. And it's like, a, I don't know, 50s-esque. Yeah, it's like, the, it's like the meme that goes around the internet every now and then. Yeah. And I just, and she saw it and she said, oh, it's coffee related. Amy and Dana. Perfect. And, and so, Amy Morgan, you gave us several recommendations when we were at the Mother's Day 5K last mm -hmm. May. And we kept them in our back pocket. And on this episode, I really think that Dana's going to tell you that that Amy knows what she's talking about. Yes. And it, I believe this might be the first time we featured this particular type of ethnic food. Absolutely. On the show. Mm. If I'm I, not mistaken. I think you are correct, sir. So 
stay tuned for that in the eat and drink segments. So good. But Cannot f- wait. But first, you've been busy collecting shout outs. Well, sort of. <laughs> I first, it's uh, it's Valentine's Day and that I think first and foremost, you have to be your own Valentine and, and love yourself and be good to yourself. So I hope on the release of this episode that you are being good to yourself by listening to this episode, of course, and, and doing something for yourself, like going out for a run, doing a workout that makes you feel good. Absolutely. Uh, but I, uh, so I hope you celebrate, even if you are not with somebody, you can still be your own Valentine and do things like that for your overall health, your overall fitness. And I just want to say to my Valentine and co-host that I love you very much. And I am so happy that 25 years ago, uh, on actually the Gasparilla race course, not during Gasparilla, but on the Gasparilla race course, we would come to learn later mm-hmm. at on Bayshore that you proposed to me. I'm so happy because you couldn't be a better co-pilot in life. And I'm so happy that you decided to take this journey with me. I love you. I love you. Thank you. And you could have said no and you didn't. So I appreciate that. I don't say yes again. (laughs) So uh, this is our Second week really saying that we can't tell you how much we appreciate everyone who ran both virtually and in person and supported the Donna Foundation in every way as a part of this, our our initiative this entire year and this weekend, especially culminating in the celebration of, of love over fear, as Amanda Napolitano says. This is our first year on the D squad. Yeah, that's that's a, a group of volunteers slash ambassadors for mm-hmm. the Donna Marathon weekend. Yes. And we had some fantastic leadership and guidance in several members of the D Squad that were uh, longtime members coming back to it. They offered tips, tricks. Their support was just wonderful. Uh, Chaz from the foundation, absolutely so it, it just a wealth of knowledge and support and who I got to see for like two minutes and we barely <laughs> got a chance to talk all weekend. He, uh, Oh, wh- yeah. I wonder why I know. Right. You know, so super busy. He, I, he was fantastic. Amanda Babs that I just can't, everybody connected to this D squad, just Andy and Mike. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, I can't thank you all enough for the fantastic support we had. Congratulations to Babs. In addition to leading us to a successful weekend as a volunteer squad, she also earned a shiny new PR on Sunday in her race. So Which she neglected to tell me when I saw her. She posted about it. I missed that. On Instagram. Congratulations, Babs. With some fantastic race pictures. So... Yes, congratulations, and thank you for all the guidance, support, and friendship this year. 
Absolutely. Emily O'Keefe, congratulations on two challenges in a month that both included marathons. Emily did the Dopey at Disney. And uh-huh. the Dopey Ooh. is 5K, 10K, half and full. Oh, yeah. That's all of them. Oh, yeah. Dawn also did that. Yeah. Dawn, be joyful. But then she followed that up with the booby trap at Donna Marathon Edition. So she did the 5K and the full marathon. While you were doing the booby trap half edition. Right, which is the 5K and the half marathon. Mm -hmm. And congrats to your friend who also ran postpartum with you. That's awesome. That is incredible. What a challenge. What fortitude. What mental strength. And Emily, you were one of our biggest fundraisers on the Runcation Nation team. We can't thank you enough. And you're an amazing example for just supporting and celebrating your mother's triumph over cancer. Absolutely. Absolutely. We also want to say congratulations to Wesley Twigs related yeah. to the one and only Chris Twigs. Hey, hey, hey. I got it wrong on a live on a coffee chat. I was talking about how he got 10th place in his race. So I have to say disclaimer, I'm sorry <laughs> for the, I, I retract the statement. That was last year. Oh, okay. That, that was my confusion. <laughs> so uh, thanks for uh, setting me straight in the coffee chat comments. I love that. So I can be right in the episode proper. And so congratulations on earning fifth place. And I, Wesley, he commented on our YouTube video, right? You know, we post our episodes on YouTube mm-hmm. and while it's not video, it's audio, right? It's there so that you can get it on YouTube, on your favorite podcatcher, except for Spotify. Working on it. Cause they don't like video still. And I thought they did, but they don't. But anyway, almost everywhere, Apple podcasts, all the things running drink.net. But, uh, he commented, he was kind enough to comment on YouTube and we get those every once in a while, some comments, and we appreciate those. He says, I earned 10th last year. I earned fifth this year. So I think I'm warming up for, you know, getting near on the podium, looking at number one. I was going to say that puts him at his current pace. That means he's right? going to be like number two and a half next year. Yeah. And that's a podium spot. So let's so, see. Yeah. Let's see. So I'm looking for looking for you, Wesley, because I saw Congrats. you on the course. You blew past me. Like, I'm did like, you really? I know him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think that he was doing lap number two when I was doing my my one loop. You know, oh, on, yeah. on the half course. Oh, because so, the marathon was like a looped. Exactly. Course. Which we're going to talk about in a bit. Yeah. Um, so yes, congratulations, congratulations Wesley. Wesley. Well, uh, we, what do they say on the Princess Bride? Good night, Wesley. <laughs> yeah, good night, Wesley. I'll <laughs> likely kill you in the morning. That's the Dread Pirate Roberts, though. Oh, uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but you'll most likely kill the race next <laughs> year. Next year, exactly. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Uh, we also got an email this week from Alan Young. Yes. This is our second one from him, and we're just on a hot streak. Yes. And we like that. For getting audio and email. So Alan Young, the, his he submits through runnydrink.net. We have a contact form. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Uh, so that's one we never mentioned that that's a, a way to reach us. You can always reach us at the website. 
Yeah. So he says, hi, thanks again for your help. I think we were giving him some guidance as to how to make sure not to miss a post or an episode or a live. Yes. That kind of thing. Uh, he's now following on Facebook and YouTube, and he has a tip. He oh. says, when visiting Anaheim, because you know what Valentine's Day is, it's registration for the Disneyland races. Oh, that's right. General, general registration plebs for us because we're not club run Disney. Right. So uh, when visiting Anaheim, he suggests Cafe Hero, and I think I'm saying that right. Yeah, you are. H-I-R-O. Uh, uh, it's Japanese fusion restaurant with a non-sushi omakase menu. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, it's about $45 per person with a four diner minimum. That means we need a Runcation Nation meetup. Right. I'm just saying. Uh, thanks for coming out to cheer during the January Walt Disney World events. He he does have a shout out uh, for when he finished the full, when we finished the full, he says, and he also says, let me know if you want to hear it. I'll get to that in a moment. But uh, if you want to see any of the older Disney Marathon stuff, let me know. We got a lot of items this year. Yes, the answer is Absolutely. yes, Alan. Enjoy your runcation philosophy. Great to run to, which I just love because this man is a beast. He is. Yeah. Absolutely is. And we love that philosophy. You know, we want you to it's work hard, play hard, yeah. and you know, accomplish, explore, and indulge. Mm. So, Alan, thank you so much for sending that in. Of course, we love the streak that we're on with these emails and these voice comments that have been sent in. Oh, yeah. If you want a shout out for you or someone else you love on the show, email that to us at info at runeatdrink.net. That's info at run eat drink one word. Net. You can make that just an email where you type it out. You could record a little voice recording and email it to us. We'd love those because we can play them on the show. Mm. But, you know, if that's a little too techie for you, mm -hmm. let's keep it simple. Yeah, because you can just call us. We don't pick up this number, so you don't have to be scared of, and we're not going to memorize your number. <laughs> it's or tweet it out or, or anything, like that. anything like that. It's you can call, you can leave a message, and we will play it on the show. So it's just like leaving a voicemail at 941-677-2733. So if anything else is super overly techy, you just don't want to go there, social media, no. If leaving messages, DMing, or, you know, Facebook Messenger, whatever, 941-677-2733. You just call it up, leave a message, and we play it on the show. Absolutely. So let's talk running now. Mm, and it's your half marathon in addition to Marathon Sunday of Donna Weekend and the finish of the Ultra that started on Saturday. Yes, Yes, it was quite a day. Mm. So you're kind of interviewing me, so well, I'll let yes. you kick this off. And you you ask me, I will. You ask, I'll tell. Let's talk about the the pre race experience. Tell us about the pre race experience. Okay, this weekend was you know Saturday we had cooler temperatures down into the uh, low to mid 40s, mm. but sunny. Friday we had rain for the social shakeout. Fortunately, we started having a gradual climb in temperature. So it was a, it was low to mid 50s. Okay. Pre-race. 
And that's early, you know, early morning wake up. It's a seven thirty start. So mm-hmm. I decided to get up around five o'clock at the hotel, get dressed, stretched, all that fun stuff, and then drive from our hotel, which we normally book the a more centrally located hotel to everything in Jacksonville. Which we talked about on the show last week. Right. Right. If you were staying at any of the, the beach hotels down there, you were walking distance from the So you start didn't have line. to get up that early. Exactly. And which I do recommend. If you have the ability to book one of those rooms, whether on your own or through, you know, like friends of the show at you know, Destination Marathons. Of Highly recommend that. You know, give that a shot. Not a sponsor, just great people, friends of the show. And but they could be. Exactly. Mark Janik, we're talking to you. Okay. So, you know, pre-race, I headed down to Jacksonville Beach. And I, because I'm part of the D-Squad, I had uh, a VIP parking uh, location I could go to. That's nice. Uh, that was nice. If you're going to drive down there, you're going to have to go kind of early, find some of the open parking spaces. That's what we did last year. That that are available. Yeah. I would recommend follow the Donna pre-planned parking and busing situation that they had. They, they had shuttles going. So, you know, that, that would be the thing. And that's varied from year to year. So it all, it just all depends mm-hmm. on where they stage the buses. Exactly. It's been different from year to year, but it's been flawless from year to year. It has, it has, uh, no re- matter where really, really good. So, mm-hmm. you know, I had a, a pretty easy, I, I didn't really see anybody having any issues. I saw the buses letting off and, and you know runners getting off. And I just want to reiterate a great point that you made last week. If you're going to do rideshare, make sure you you pre-book. You pre-book that in yeah. advance. Jacksonville's a big city, but at that time of the morning, when you're talking like 5 a.m. on a Saturday. You're, on a Sunday. Or Sunday, excuse me. Well, Saturday or Sunday. The you're weekend, talking period. About, yeah, this is the period of time where all the Uber and Lyft drivers have gone to bed because they've been busily taking care of the drunks coming out of bars overnight. They're done. They're very okay. few, and yeah, and fair. and the ones that typically work the morning shifts for commuters don't work on the weekends. So uh, rideshare yeah. can be very sparse. Schedule that ahead. If Absolutely, you do it. if you're going to do rideshare, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you won't regret that. That said, you were able to get pretty close, even with the road closures. You were able to get pretty close to the start line, like within a block. Yeah. Without worrying about getting turned away or, or finding road closure. Well, that's good. So that would be great for anybody heading into into there. You, if you're doing a ride share, you you'd get right there at the mm-hmm. uh, at the start line. Yeah. The start line itself was the same start line as we had last year. I liked it. Right there at Jacksonville Beach, they get that little outdoor amphitheater area. They had. A wonderful runner's village set up there. Of they course. had, you know, massages. They coffee. had coffee. Good. They had, and, and again, not, this is not for general consumption for everybody. Plenty of porta potties. Those were for everybody. They also, you know, they had drone coverage for, you know, they're they're taking, you know, footage for their videos. Mm-hmm. Fitz is on the microphone early, kind of kicking things off. The you music's can hear her playing from everywhere. Yeah, it was fantastic. The weather that morning, like I said, it was mid low to mid fifties, but it was overcast and a little bit damp, very humid. Okay. Uh, 
unlike last year, the wind died down considerably. We had a breeze, but it wasn't 30 mile an hour sustained winds. It wasn't like it was blow last year. you back on no. the course. No, 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 no. Okay. And, and it was overcast. And it stayed overcast for the entire race. So merciful. Yeah. That was actually a blessing in disguise. For humidity. Humidity-wise. A hundred percent. Yeah. The, you know, would you like blue skies in your photo and nice sunny? Sure. You'd like that for your pictures. But I will tell you, for running Sometimes conditions. overcast can be a great photo. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Looking but, at some of Bab's photos. Mm-hmm. But... You know, I, I know a lot of people are like, I really want it. I'm at the beach. I want it to be sunny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. This was not that day. I was talking with, with. But it wasn't freezing cold blizzard. It wasn't freezing. So. It wasn't as cold as it was the year previously. Yeah. Uh, later in the day, it did get a little chilly. I think especially as you got maybe more damp from being out in it for so long. Mm. But yeah, again, nothing to complain about. It was okay. it was wonderful. I think I might have had a two-minute wait in a line to use a porta potty. Oh, that's not bad. Not at all. Not at all. And Good. just just a really great time, you know. And again, I mentioned like the the massage tents. They had those set up for destination marathons. They had uh, DM had their own gear check as well. I like that, which is really nice. Especially you know, if, if you, you use it, bring gear. And, yes. and this is the kind of race where I recommend if you're planning on coming. Don't be in a hurry to cross the finish line, grab your medal, and catch a plane out. Get out. Yeah. Yeah. I really would suggest leave the next day because you got to enjoy everything. Well, you're right there. In this was this race started and ended in technically Jacksonville Beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you end up running through Neptune Beach. I got a photo of the sign as I ran past it. It's just down the road. They basically shifted the start line is sure. what they did You know, on the same street. They just shifted it like a mile that way, you know, <laughs> or north. Yeah, mile north. Okay. Uh, or south, excuse me, a mile south. I don't know. You could tell me either way. Well, I what, do landmarks. I don't do. I'm going to talk a little bit about the south. course, but they changed the course a little bit this year. Okay. And that actually, I think, is to the benefit of the runners. So... Normally, you're going to elaborate on. Yeah, this I now. will. But you know, so the course start is exactly what you, what you normally expect. Big party at the beginning. They do the national anthem. They get everybody going. Did they have the the pink confetti? That that is something that was different. They did not have the confetti cannons. Yeah, that actually, I I noted it last year, and I figured that maybe it was because of the the weather. weather. They just didn't have it. I miss the confetti cans. I understand because it's on a larger scale, kind of like we are here in the studio. Mm-hmm. We're still finding confetti from the 2020 party. Well, outdoor confetti is different, though. They use water-soluble confetti. Oh, okay. That A good rain, and it, it dissolves and goes away. Oh, like that packing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah. That's our one suggestion for the Donna. So yeah, amazing, great start. Fitz, again, uh, we love her to death. She's mm. she's great. Yes, she's a sponsor of the show, but we loved her before she was ever a sponsor. I can't wait till Gasparilla. I want to hug her so hard. I'm getting to that. <laughs> so uh, the uh, she's she's on the mic. She's working the crowd. It, it just phenomenal, and you know. Ready, set, go, and you're off. 
and you're heading down the the main road, and I forget the name of the street, but uh, the, the the main beach, uh, the main thoroughfare on the beach. So mm-hmm. basically, as you're as you cross the finish or the start the start and finish line. To your left are bars, restaurants, shops for the beach town. Mm -hmm. To your right is the Atlantic Ocean. Beautiful. And, you know, you got parking lots and, you know, maybe a hotel, but you're one block. There's no street to your right. It's basically whatever's there and then the Atlantic Ocean. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. So that didn't change. You get out on the course. And this year what they did is they, they had basically... The half marathon course is a loop. Okay. Or kind of an out and back. Marathon. The half marathon. Okay. Is kind of an kind of an out and back. All right. The or or a loop course, I should say. The full marathon is that course done twice. So it's two loops. It's two loops on the same course. Ooh. Yeah. And the ultra marathon, which started the day before, was you started at the Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. Uh-huh. You ran downtown. to the downtown. You ran to the beaches. Okay. And then you did eight loops on the half marathon course. Half marathon, marathon course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So thumbs up would recommend well so what they did is they moved the course further north and they kept the course in the beaches the beach towns like jacksonville beach atlantic beach neptune beach i love this so far okay so you're all up there you're in the neighborhoods back where the old social shakeout run was you're in the neighborhoods uh you know atlantic avenue your fifth street Ocean. The o- Ocean Boulevard. You're in those areas. Mm-hmm. And that is where the majority of, well, that's where all of my race was. That's where the majority of, of everybody else's race is. Mm-hmm. And you're not going all the way south to Ponte Vedra. Ponte oh, Vedra is okay. a, much, a much more affluent neighborhood. But it tended to be less neighborhood involvement when you got down to that area. And Ponte Vedra. So what they decided to do was kind of keep it up in these neighborhoods where, where the, the neighborhoods really come out and do all of the neighborhood support. You guys hear us talk about here on the show. And part oh, of the reason we love this race so much. Just tell me. And I have to tell you that it did not disappoint. The weather was better this year. The signs people were out there holding, the decoration of the neighborhoods, the, you know, as as you're running by and they're handing you, you know, beverages and food and, and cheering you on and blasting music. It was fantastic. There were at least three hired DJs in neighborhoods that I saw uh, that I recall right off the top of my head. Uh, when you got onto to, I want to say it's Fifth Avenue or Fifth Street, that's the one I did a live stream from. When you see the just insane amount of pink and white ribbons and oh. you know people on both sides out there, and just absolutely incredible on course support. Water stops, the water stops, official water stops were phenomenal. Well stocked, well staffed, very clean. Tons of water already poured. There was none of the 
uh, lag where you didn't have enough water poured and, and you're having to wait for the volunteers to pour water and hand it to you. The tables were stocked and full of water, plenty of them along the course. No issues there. Okay. Porta potty locations along the course. Very well done. If there was ever a point, and there were a couple during the course, I had to stop and, and get rid of some of the water that I was drinking. It was very easy to get in, get out. I don't I, I didn't have to wait in a line at any of them. So porta potties were accessible. Porta potties were accessible and plentiful. Hydra- hydration was good. Hydration was good. You and I did not take a hydration pack with me. You and we d- talked about that. And we and I just I, I debated, didn't need it. Didn't need it. So I, I was very comfortable and I would recommend this is one of those race courses where they've done it long enough, they've got it right, they know what you what you're gonna need. Now, if you're going there and you're trying to do like a like you know, a PR and you've got a very strict regimen for your hydration, your and your nutrition and you need it, by all means, bring your hydration. But if you're wanting to go have a great run and you're not that hardcore, you don't need to bring it. Okay. You're going to be taken care of. You're good. Because you've not only got the official stuff, you now have all the neighborhoods coming out. And you've got people giving you legitimate like hydration options, you know, water, Gatorade, all that. You know, a lot of families, their kids are out there. And then you got like the groups that are just out there having fun. You know, you're you're maybe at mile three, mile five. They've been out there for two hours and they're, you know, they've they've been dipping into their own stuff a little bit, you know, and then they're handing you drinks too. And they're of the adult variety. Like? Like mimosas, like uh, Bud Lights, like Jameson Cold Brew. Are you saying this from firsthand experience because you had all of those things? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I am. I just as a matter of fact to confirm that. Yes. Okay. So yeah, just a phenomenal time. Got everybody out there was just doing, you know, having so much fun and making it fun for the for the runners. It was exactly what we've talked about over the years, and with better weather comes mm-hmm. more of that. Favorite favorite house or and or neighborhood. Oh, it's hard to pick a favorite. I I think first for the sheer like the the neighborhood that goes all out, I think it's Fifth Avenue or okay. Fifth Street. I can't remember if it's Avenue or Street. It's the one I did the live stream from. That one, every tree in the neighborhood's got pink and white ribbons hanging from it. And so many of the houses, it's almost like they get into a competition to see who can, who can be the most spirited. Okay. You know, that one I think is phenomenal as far as the neighborhood goes. There's another one. The neighbors uh, came out. I want to say that that is, that, that might be Atlantic or ocean or, and they, they came out and they did their own pink ribbons made of balloons. Nice. And they're like seven feet tall and you're running down the street between them. Really cool. And I think that neighborhood, you had some of the funniest signs I'd seen, you know? Oh, funniest sign. Oh yeah. Don't trust a fart. Uh, you know, there, this one young lady had a sign that said, let's be honest. I'm here for the boobs. Ah! She and I got a photo together 
Great sign. Oh. Yeah, well, there was a great sign on the, on the side of a porta potty that said, You made it this far without pooping. Congratulations. It was, uh, there were just stuff that just made you chuckle the entire time. And again, the thing, that's all the stuff along the course. The best part of this course for me is running with people who have a story that ties into the weekend. And, mm -hmm. you know, I was lucky. I got to run with a member of the Runcation Nation, uh, Judy Gerber. Oh, and yes. you know, she's a survivor. Dean um, and Judy. They're great. She's amazing. And I, I, I got to meet up with several people from the Runcation Nation along the way. Like? Um, oh, gosh. You know, I'm... I'm <laughs> I, I would you know, I got a hug from Roxanne that one year. I saw Roxanne at the expo, but I didn't see her on the race course. Okay. I also got to see our friend from Tulsa Galloway. Maureen. Yes. Maureen. And, and she actually jumped in on a live stream with me. And she's just a few weeks out from, from her cancer treatment. And she's and a survivor. And running the half. <sighs> and she had just completed her radiation. Wow. Absolutely incredible. Um, you know, getting to do that, getting to see all of the survivor bibs, getting to read the bibs. And I took random photos. And ladies, if you saw some dude in a kilt taking your picture from behind, I was not taking a picture of your ass. I was taking a picture of your <laughs> of your survivor bib or your memorial bib or your I'm running for bib. Of course. I was so moved by everything that I was seeing out there. It, it, again, this race course is absolutely a emotional roller coaster that is worth going to every year. And this one didn't disappoint. Good. The one thing that they, they do year after year and they've, they've adapted over the years. They're now down to plastic sandwich boards with a writable surface and they do the mile markers as sandwich boards and at the expo, you got to write your message to a loved one or a friend or whatever your message was, message of inspiration or hope. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I got to sign uh, mile 13 for my mom and, you know, getting to see those out on the race course is just, that gives you some reason and motivation to, to, to get to the next mile. You can stop. You can find, you, you can stop. You can find where you sign or you know what? Don't even necessarily, you know what you wrote. Read what some of the other people wrote. And it you want to really, get motivation? It does fuel you. It does. Right? Oh, I like you wouldn't believe. Love that. That, that race to me, that's, that is an every year without a doubt. And this year was no exception. I think that with the changes and, and the, the improvements they make year after year after year, this year to me, I think was one of the best years. That they've had. And it's because of the sandwich boards. It's because of. Oh, it's everything. But uh, the race course was an improvement. The the uh, integration with the expo and the beginning of the, the ultra marathon at Jacksonville uh, Jaguar Stadium, I think, is a huge win. You know, they've got a pretty good race announcer announcing it now you she's, know she's, she's, she's so, done this once or twice what an unknown quantity right yeah who would have thought, <laughs> who would have thought that the person on the microphone could make a difference in the energy of the whole event oh my but now what happened at the finish line with oh, you okay so judy and i really kind of stayed together and you know I she was that. she was I taking it. it 
Well, she was taking it easy. I didn't really have a desire to do a lot of a lot of interval work. I did a little bit, but nothing well, for me. Nothing and crazy. And, and you want I, to enjoy it. Well, in this race, I since I was tasked with doing all the f- podcast stuff, I was like, all right, I'm taking all the photos, all the video, doing the live stream. I'm not here to go for a PR. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get as much of the experience as I can. So I think I did four, either four or five five live streams from the race course. I took ridiculous amounts of photos and video. Yeah. Blew you up with all of that. Love it. And, and Judy, when I ran into her, she's like, yeah, I'm not really, you know, I'm out here just kind of to enjoy it. I'm not, I'm not doing, you know, a whole lot of running. So we hung out and Mm -hmm. talked and had a, I had a great time. Hopefully Judy did too. Yeah. And then, you know, getting to see other people as well was was a lot of fun. So finish line. Finish line. Finish line's coming. Talk about the feeling. You know, we decided to trot it in for, you know, maybe the last, you know, 100 yards or Did so. Did you hold hands? No. No. But, you know, as we come in, there's Fitz, you know, and Fitz sees me and she gives me a big hug, you know, right there at the finish line. Oh. So, you know, great time. And, you know, you you can't beat that. You know, she shouts me out. She shouts the podcast out. She's just super sweet. So, Mm. you know, we really appreciate that. And, you know, what a great great way to finish. And you're right there in the middle of Jacksonville Beach. You got Surfer the Bar, which is is where, you know, we had our after party there for for the race. And that's right there at the finish line. And there's still the athletes village. Athlete, yeah. The the runners village at the end is. I th- I think this is part of the reason it's so much it's so worth it to stay. You you go through, you grab your medals, you kind of walk around to the to the runners village. You've got your your post race beverages. You've got food. You've got music. You can come and watch people coming in, and you got a great vantage point right mm. there and. You've got half marathoners coming in, marathoners coming in, and ultras still coming in. I believe and that Babs helped helped uh, hold the tape when a cancer survivor came in finishing the ultra. Yes, they had their first, uh, I believe if I heard correctly, their first breast cancer survivor complete the ultra this year. If I'm How not wonderful. mistaken. Wonderful. Yeah, and that was super cool you know and and you had babs down there and andy sharp down there at the finish line and fits down there oh. and, and and you know i i by this point i had kind of migrated up to the to the like the d squad the, d, the after the d squad after party, party and and was upstairs at the surfer the bar and i had a great vantage point of the finish line Fantastic. kind of watching what was happening and just seeing all these amazing athletes coming in and, you know, n- realizing Fighters. that they've been doing a hundred, the ultras have been doing 110 miles. Fighters. Overnight. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. So, so rough. They did it. Yeah, yeah. they did. And, you know, you, you get done. And this year's medals, I just, I love them. I think they did an amazing job. You have basically. beautiful. Yeah. This. I, I can't say enough good about this medal. This medal is done in a polished, uh, like gun chrome, but like a, a gunmetal gray color to it. 
And then you've got the destination Donna 2023, all in color. The word mm-hmm. destinations got glitter. The Donna is their their logo with the running uh, the running ribbon, and, and 2023 is in pink underneath it. Everything about this metal screams quality. It's just beautiful. It's got kind. Of, it looks kind of like a you know you get like palm trees and it looks like sunset in the background, and, and the sunset is all the the pink. It's a it's a pink uh, sun catcher. So it looks like like stained glass. And I love it. This metal's great. The the matching ribbon is phenomenal. So that one, I think that's you know that's the individual race medal. The half marathon. The half marathon. Mm-hmm. Now, because I did the 5K the day before, I also was able to get my challenge medal, which ha- has stayed consistent over the years. Love it. But I love the coloring this year. They did a great job. This is like a pink. Uh, it, it's two pink seashells, and it's called the Booby Trap uh, Challenge. Donna 2023 finisher. Two races, two days mm-hmm. is what it says on one of them. Yeah. And then you've got the... You know the booby trap on the other, and it's it's pink, the pink seashells with gold uh, glitter on the inside. Beautiful, a phenomenal job with this. And you've got like a seashell theme on the ribbon, ribbon, and the ribbon goes from like a pink to purple gradient. I just love it. They did a nice job with this. the The bling game for the Donna is super strong. So I can't wait until I get the virtual medals and. I, uh, there's, it's just so, so beautiful. And it's in the episode artwork. I, what, you got a great photo of Jessica because Jessica and Kelly from the Runcation Nation came back to run in mm-hmm. addition to Emily and the Gerbers, Dean and Judy, and there's Babs and there's Andy and Mike and just, uh, and Jeff was hosting this 26.3 after party for, the marathoners who were coming in on that seven hour end. Yeah. Just, and by the way, that is something to consider too. This, if you're going to do a half marathon, this is the course for you because the course is open as long as the, you, you are on the, the marathon the, as long as the marathon's open. Yeah. So it's a seven hour time limit. Hello. Uh, that is a no it. stress. That's a no stress day. Mm. And Can't recommend that enough. So, the whole package, I, I think that, you know, last year with the weather and it being the first year back since the pandemic, it was an amazing comeback. This was the triumph, I think. And I can't wait to see 2024. Oh, you and me both. Mm. So has the talk of all the running just made you hungry or do you want to talk about, did did I miss anything else? I think that we kind of covered all of it. There's, there's always more, there's always stuff that I, we didn't get to talk about and you know, some more may come up during live streams this sure. week. Sure. So let's talk about this brand new place, courtesy of Amy Mergen. And it is called Blue Orchid Thai Cuisine. And it's a local chain. There, it, She recommended it and said there's one in Riverside, but then there's also one on Atlantic Boulevard. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. That part I didn't know. 
I do know that the one you sent me to was really, really nice. Just beautiful on the inside. You know, I, I get there. It's in a strip mall. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know, we've had great food and strip malls. So, I, you know. Sabroso in California oh, comes to mind. Exactly. Hello. So, you know, that that is, I'm not knocking that in any no. way, shape, Mm-mm. or form. Uh, you know. And this I, is the first time. I think this is the first time that we have discussed Thai. This is, I believe, our first official Thai restaurant on the show. And I'm very happy that we are that we are talking about this type of food. This is a this is a cuisine that is very near and dear to my heart. I grew up in Tampa. My mom's one of my mom's best friends was a first generation off the boat immigrant from Thailand. And I was very often babysat by her. So I grew up eating tradi- a lot, a lot. You can handle of traditional really, Thai, really spicy food. She started giving me very spicy Thai food, traditionally prepared at a very young age, and I I grew up eating it and loved it. And she'd take me fishing, and she'd let me help cook, and 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 I just I, yeah. So I have I'm you know. Yeah. I'm very picky about Thai food. And you if are. we go to a place that's not good, I will like, nope, we're out of here. You can I, just feel it. I can tell when you look at me. Oh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm super picky about Thai food. So you, what? okay, so it's in a strip mall, but when you come in, you you enjoyed the decor. It looked pretty inside. Yeah, it, it was very nicely put together they did a great job with kind of some traditional elements some more modern elements mm-hmm. the service that i got there was absolutely phenomenal and and you can make reservations on open table and that was really nice yeah that you're able to do that i like that so, so the service you got was exceptional and that's that always elevates a meal i f- i feel like so are we talking about the food first? We absolutely can. Yes. Tell me. <laughs> uh, well, I did not start my meal with the food. I started my meal with the beverage, but I, I'll save that for the beverage okay. portion. Okay. The food that we started with was well. I, I had to get an. Uh, I had to get a soup. I had to get an appetizer, and I had to get a main. You had to. I had to. There were were items I was seeing on the menu that necessitated me to try it. And I just, I was not going to forego. I had to do it. So did you get the soup or the app first? I ended up getting the soup first. Okay, let's talk about that then. Okay, so let me see here. I'm actually going to, I'm going to pull it up here. Because we, we go, or we went to, before the pandemic, we went to a place called Thai Gardens here in Fort Myers. And it, the Tom Kai Gai, the coconut chicken soup was just amazing there. And it's got chicken and it's got lemongrass and tomato and mushroom and green onion and that lemony flavor with the chicken with like the shaved chicken and oh it would be so hard for me to compare to that creamy it was it's not a clear broth it's like a milky broth that one is yes yes so your soup yeah 
I ended up going with their, I believe they call it their spicy soup. Okay. And this is a clear, sour, and spicy broth with tomatoes, galagna, lemongrass, red onion, mushroom, cilantro, and I had chicken. Mm-hmm. This does not have the the coconut milk that that gives it that creamy look. From the Tum Kai Gai that we right. normally get. It's yeah. similar, but not the same. Okay. And you you can taste the lack of of the well I, I should say you don't have the the really the 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 coconutty flavor and that's right. okay this one was absolutely chock full of fresh tomato purple onion the the lemongrass the 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 sliced scallions mm-hmm. i mean it and just a little bit of cilantro on top it was beautiful gorgeous beautiful light broth really flavorful mm. just really tart a little bit of sweet what i like about this soup or this style of soup whether you get it with coconut milk or not is that you get kind of this unctuous broth that goes well beyond just a chicken noodle soup this mm. this is sweet, tangy, spicy, uh, salty. But you're not, getting everything kind of hitting at once. They use they yeah. typically use fish sauce. Okay, as the which smells extra, awful but is great in ex- the dish. Exactly, and that's kind of a secret <clears throat> ingredient for a lot of Thai cooking, especially mm. like pad Thai, which we'll be talking about in a minute. Mm. It gives this extra umami flavor mm. to whatever you're doing, mm. and with the lime. You mm-hmm. get the tartness. Yeah. So you get the, the umami. You got the tart. You got the sweet. You know, you've got the herbaceousness from the galagna and from the the other actual herbs. They got you know cilantro in there. They got the the the, the and that's like the what ginger, like a ginger type thing. Is it it's yeah, it's kind of like but a ginger not, root. But not. I think it's cousin of ginger. Okay. Really just just super flavorful. And what a great way to start the meal. And I was good. I did not eat all of my soup. Not because I didn't want to. I absolutely wanted to. I just, I was trying to I know, you gotta leave room for everything. Yeah. So I applaud you and your discipline. I was trying. Appetizer? Okay, so the appetizer they had here was something called flower blossoms. Well, it looked beautiful. This was, I had never seen anything like this. And... I think this might be the sleeper uh, item of the entire meal. Okay. I was, I was. So it's not like a wonton. It's not like crab lagoon. <sighs> it's not. I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it's this. It's not a dumpling. It's almost like a dumpling. Gosh, what's the best way I could describe this thing? Uh, they they make it. It's a it's a rice pastry that's shaped like a flower, and okay. they stuff this thing with a mixture of diced chicken, spices, and coconut, and then they steam it. So it's kind of like a soft, almost like the consistency of a bao bun. Mm. Is the best way I could describe it, except they're purple. I thought it was black at first. Well, they're, they're very dark. Yeah, they're they're dark. But yeah. it's best way I could describe it would be like like a purple bao bun shaped like a flower. 
and you ended up getting several of them. You you get this whole plate full of Which uh, five like of them. It was beautifully presented, almost like spoons of each yeah. one. You you had these bent spoons, and in in the bed of the spoon, you had you had a little piece of lettuce. The flour was set on top. You the flour stuffed with the chicken and coconut mixture, and then the top of the flour was put back on it. And then they topped it, each one with a single piece of cilantro and like a little red pimento. Mm -hmm. And you would just pop one of them in your mouth. And you got this amazing contrast and complementary flavors and textures. The the rice flour for the flour, F-L-O-U-R, for the the flour, F-L-O-W-E-R, was chewy without being tough mm-hmm. the chicken had a nice uh juicy flavor but then it had this wonderful coconut sweetness mm-hmm. and you get a little bit of the herbaceousness from the little piece of cilantro on it's top like a burst of flavor it was in your mouth of all different kinds yeah and you got five bites and that was <sighs> it for the for the appetizer did it come with a sauce or anything um, no, didn't no. need it either. Okay. So it, this was definitely sweeter than than okay. savory. All right. Absolute winner. I cannot recommend that one enough. That was just a killer, killer dish. Well, now we have to move on to the main event. The main event. Okay. So <laughs> I ended up doing a house specialty, and I'm trying to find it on their menu here. They do... A a special version of pad thai, the blue orchid pad thai. Yes, are you seeing it? And it's why says, don't you read the description? It says, and it looks gorgeous: steamed lobster tail with pad thai presented in the royal fashion, mm-hmm. with an egg em- envelope. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, and that is what they say. They can go. Thai hot. I never have seen like the scale. Mild, medium, hot, Thai hot. I did Thai hot for everything. Did you? I did. I, I yeah. And then you could add in some extras like baby corn, chives, bamboo shoots, basil, either hot or sweet, bean sprouts, bell peppers, broccoli, uh, cashew. I don't know what you did. I, I didn't Chili. do any I didn't do any add-ins. I just wanted the the dish the way it was. The way it was prepared traditional okay. Thai hot. Okay. And I would say that that level of Thai hot will get your attention. Well, like, you know, like sometimes when we have hot things, we'll start to sweat from under our eyes. Yes. And like, yeah, okay. 100%. That, that one had me going, ooh, oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. And if I'm, if I'm saying that, that means it's pretty spicy. So here's the deal with this presentation. I, the, a standard pad Thai dish there, I believe is $18. Okay. And this one ends up being like 48 bucks. Well, you have lobster on it. Right. So what you're getting for the... I'm going to tell everybody what they're getting for the extra 48. A, a traditional pad thai dish is basically going to be this amazing dish of of noodles with all of these things in it, whether it's chicken or shrimp, you know, your spices, bean your sprouts, sauce, tofu. bean sprouts, all that. What they do for this is they create a omelet. An omelet. Or an, an omelet? An omelet or like a, a, a crepe almost. Okay. And they basically stuff the omelet or the crepe with pad thai, fold it up, 
steam a lobster, put the lobster, t- they, they take the lobster meat out of the lobster, put it on top, and then they put the shell on the side as a garnish. The presentation's beautiful. Absolutely I, beautiful. I, I, I just I just can't right now. It was ridiculous. Okay. <laughs> their their pad thai sauce is phenomenal. It is it is everything you want in a pad thai. It has the spice, it has the sweetness, it has the unctuousness from the fish sauce. It has peanut. the peanut flavor that you're going to get. They of course garnish it with peanuts. crushed peanuts as well. You can always, if you have a peanut allergy, you can request uh to not have the peanuts, but there might be peanuts in the sauce, so pad thai may not be your thing. Maybe. maybe. But how did the seafood and the pad thai and that whole crepe thing? The presentation with the egg, I think, is really nice. I like a little bit of egg and like fried rice. Sure. Uh, so the, it's e- good. the egg really works. Personally, I don't know that I'm a huge fan of lobster in pad thai. I'm a little more traditional. You would rather have what? I'd rather have chicken or shrimp. Or yeah. a combo. Yeah. I'm just a little more traditional that way. Okay. That said, the the lobster was delicious. There was no lobster left on my plate. The serving, <gasps> what, bless you, the serving was large <laughs> enough two people could have split this. No problem. I would have been right there with you, man. Yeah. That would have been, you. that would have been, I did not finish my plate. I couldn't. I did finish my lobster, but I didn't finish the plate. How um, are the noodles? Noodles are, you know, they use, of course, traditional pad thai noodles or, or you know, flat rice noodles. They're delicious. Again, no, I have no complaints about their their pad thai. And that is, when I go to a Thai restaurant, I'm judging. I am super judgy on my first visit. And now if we've established why, though. Yeah. If your pad thai, which is the national dish of Thailand, is not good. I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back. Exactly. I'm sending it back. And and they did a really, really nice job. Nice. There. So nice, I could nice. not complain at all. Amy, you're stellar. She so did a far. great job. She really did. Thank you for that recommendation. And I can't recommend this place highly enough for the food. You also had beverages and you referenced that you started with a beverage. I did. I started out my evening with another thing that I get very judgy about when I go to a Thai restaurant, which is their Thai iced coffee or iced tea. Which I love and Uh, you introduced me to. Yeah. Thai iced coffee or iced tea. It's a very strong, usually they make it with an instant coffee. It's either a very strong coffee or tea. It is highly sugared, very sweet, and Mm -hmm. then it is served with uh, either half and half heavy cream. Some places will even do like condensed milk. Ooh, that's yeah. like really heavy. Getting really that's heavy, really, really heavy. sweet. But it is a super flavorful beverage and it's wonderful, especially if you're eating a lot of spicy food. The reason for it is it cuts the spice and you know takes care of some of the heat in your mouth. Uh, mm-hmm. Thai chilies, if you're familiar with them, Woo-hoo. very high on the Scoville scale. They will light you up. They will light you up. Mm. So you got to be careful about that. I started out with a Thai iced coffee. It was glorious. No complaints there whatsoever. Right. Mm. So that was the non-alcoholic beverage choice. That was the non-alcoholic beverage choice. I was very, very curious. They had a couple of items on the menu and I'm talking to my waitress. She was great, by the way. Oh, you know, they, they have house cocktails they had a traditional Singapore sling, which I was very curious about. Uh, they but had, did not get. I did not get it. They also had a lychee or lychee martini. I was curious about. I did not get that one. They had uh-huh. the Thai iced coffee and the Thai iced tea 
key Mao style. And I that, was curious about that when you sent me a picture of the menu. Yeah. And that's what I ended up doing. That photo I sent you of that yellow drink is the Thai tea key Mao, which is the traditional Thai tea with Appleton Estate Reserve rum. Oh, oh. So you have their, that really sweet, very concentrated tea. Mm-hmm. You have the half and half, and then you have rum making this drink. The drink is beautiful. It's like a golden sunset that they garnish with a, a pineapple wedge and a Luxardo cherry. Ooh. It is just gorgeous. How did it taste? This. Too heavy? N- no. Very smooth. Very drinkable. The Appleton, it was not too boozy. It was a nice mm. balance with the creaminess of the of the half and half, the tannins in the in the tea, the sweetness of the sugar, and then of course the sweetness of the uh, of the rum itself. It kind of canceled out the booziness. Mm-hmm. Very drinkable. You know what my next question is going to be for you? I don't. Can you reproduce it for me since I missed out? I may be able to. This one I may be able to do. I do know how to make Thai iced tea and Thai iced coffee. That is your takeout learning. Ah, I see. That is your homework. Sounds like my homework is what that is. Well, yeah, but I'm trying to be nice. Takeout learning. (laughs) And and I'm showing Amy a picture of the... Oh, it's... uh, What is this fried thing? Uh, that's That's the lobster shell. On the side that you're seeing well, no, there. No, that's, that right that's the lobster shell. That's the lobster tail. That's the shell. Yes. What is that? That's the egg. That's the that's the uh, egg envelope. It looks like a fried wonton in the picture. Well, that's just because of the way I'd cut it at that oh, point. Okay. But they did an amazing job. The food, the presentation, the atmosphere. I really want it right now. Amazing job. I cannot recommend this place highly enough. The Blue Orchid <laughs> Thai Cuisine, the Atlantic you can't Boulevard location. You listen to location. our show, Hungry. You just can't. <laughs> Or Thursday. <laughs> exactly. You just can't. So check it out. Uh, we'll have links in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're super excited to bring that to you. Oh, there's There were there were photos in the episode artwork. Oh, yeah. Check out the episode artwork. It I, will make you hungry. I promise. Just can't wait. And if you, I somehow we need to extend our Donna trip to be longer perhaps a week long, you know, with the races in the middle and the, and then like, you know, bookended with plenty of time to explore and indulge, like not super indulge before the races, you understand. Right. But indulge in community up front and then explore and indulge with our community in celebration of local food and beverage at the end. Mm-hmm. That is my request for 2024. And if there's anybody that wants to be in on that with me, you just let us know. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay. anyway, that <laughs> wraps our coverage of the 2023 Donna Marathon weekend. Uh, we want to thank everybody again on the D squad from mm-hmm. the Donna Foundation. Uh, we loved partnering with you this year and we hope to do so again in later this year in 2023 and 2024. So we're super excited. Next week, the question we're going to be asking is, are you ready? We are going to be previewing (laughs) the Gasparilla weekend in Tampa. Yay. But, you know, 
before we go, and it's, it's just so it went so fast. I know it did. We do have nice. to thank our, our sponsor of the show, we, Fitz Kohler. We do fixing your life with fitness. It's taught me so much about how running doesn't have to be the only central thing in my in my workout repertoire, mm-hmm. as it were. I you have to have fun when you work out; otherwise, you're not going to go back to it. This and, is true. And Fitz talks about that. And I have expanded, like I was talking about, like the aqua yoga last week. Well, I need to do yoga for balance outside the water. So I've started to explore that. And uh, I really can't make it through an, an entire kickboxing class, but I can do some of it. I'm, I modify big time right now, but it is hardcore cardio. And it's only going to help improve my running just like Fitz says when she texts me hey you did this something new it's it's gonna only benefit your running experience so absolutely the course taught me that in a big way (laughs) and she breaks the course down into different modules that you can kind of go at your own pace they focus on different aspects of fitness and different challenges and debunk some myths along the way as well Fitz is real, she's honest, and what she teaches works. There's never a better time for the Runcation Nation to take this course. When you go to fitsness.com, you can sign up and enter RED22, RED22 in the discount code box at checkout for 20% off the entire course. And that discount code, RED22, will work on her fantastic book, My Noisy Cancer Comeback. Too. And she just released, she just finally got, I saw on social media, I saw this. her new book yes. is out and ready. She made it through the challenge of publishing and she's here. Applause, applause, applause on that new book. Can't wait to get it into my dad's hands. So I just, we, we can't thank you enough, Fitz, for your book, My Noisy Cancer Comeback. And our discount code works on that one too. Awesome. Uh, thank you to Fitz for sponsoring this week's show. We will put a link to the course in our show notes. Check out her course, Fixing Your Life with Fitzness at fitzness.com. Thank you for joining us in 2023 on your long run, your commute to work, around the house, wherever you are. Buck and Danny also say thanks for joining us. We all love our Runcation Nation community, all of our podcast listeners. I'm your host, Amy. And I'm your co-host, Dana. Stay safe and well, and we will accomplish, explore, and indulge with you really soon. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Run, Eat, Drink podcast. We're having another great year thanks to your support. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We're at Run, Eat, Drink podcast. And on Twitter, we're Run, Eat, Drink pod. You can also give us a call at 941 677 27 or send us an email at info at runeatdrink.net. Visit our website at runeatdrink.net and click on the subscribe link so you don't miss a minute. Find out how you can support the show at patreon.com slash runeatdrinkpodcast. Accomplish, explore, and indulge right along with us. We'll talk to you next time.